ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. That is legendary NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers announcing mid-interview that he wanted to leave the Green Bay Packers for the New York Jets while still contracted. As tends to happen with superstars, he got his way. And in the next week, we're going to get the first indication as to how that soap opera might next play out. It's just one narrative in a league ripe with storylines. And today, we're going to get you across the best of them ahead of the next NFL season. Who are the Australians you might need to know about? Which player is fighting off the tag of Mr. Irrelevant? And with Tom Brady only just retired, how and why is it that someone's already on track to be even better than Tom? I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Laurie Horash is ESPN Australia's NFL specialist. We are basically on the eve of his Christmas right now. Laurie, the rest of the country has been fixated on the Matildas, the Ashes, Aussie-based footy codes. You have been scouring pre-season scouting reports, scratch matches, every little scrap of info. To understand this NFL season, we're going to get you to break it down. The five storylines we need to know ahead of this year. Number one, it has to be Aaron Rodgers, doesn't it? The story includes a champion QB walking out on a team, a new and long-suffering fan base, New York City elements of anti-vax, movie star looks. What's the script then for Rodgers this season? I think the script is highly, highly productive, highly, highly noisy, plenty of attention. The New York Jets are going to be on prime time a whole bunch throughout this season. They're locked into huge, big spot games there, which we know is the NFL's way of saying, hey, we think you're going to do big things. The hype builds in that kind of late July into August period. And Garrett Wilson, star wide receiver, second year receiver, offensive rookie of the year in 2022. His chemistry and early connection from Aaron Rodgers has been on show. First and 10 for the Giant 14. Rodgers with the fade for Wilson in the touchdown. To my point, he threw an absolute dart. That was covered, Bob. They're a super talented defense. The name to know on defense is Source Gardner. Him and Aaron Rodgers were spotted out town at basketball games, um, mixing it up as only you can in the New York scene early right from the get-go as Rodgers kind of comes in and tries to bridge, obviously, a pretty big generation gap to the younger talent that does exist on that Jets roster. But he's also someone, because of that, you know, we're talking about 15, 17 years, it might be, between where Rodgers is in the, uh, in the timeline and where some of these young first, second-year players are. But because of that age gap, they've actually grown up watching and idolising him and, and watching in awe as he you know, cast his ridiculous mastery of the quarterback position across not just American televisions, but as we know, televisions worldwide. So they're absolutely going to be one of the frontline showtime primetime teams this season. I know you like to call the AFC the quarterback Thunderdome. If that division is a post-apocalyptic wasteland where it's kill or be killed, who do you see as the Mad Max-style hero? I don't budge from this. I was very lucky enough to be, you know, joining you guys in ABC uh, as the season came down to the point end to the 2022 campaign. And it was Patrick Mahomes then. It's still Patrick Mahomes now. In my opinion, he will go down as the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. The Tom Brady fans can find me at Laurie Horish on social media. You'll find me there. And what he's done through the first half decade of his career is set a pace, a quality, explosive, creative production on film as well as in the box score that we've never seen matched, even adjusted for era. Play here of 
pass in the end zone is caught for a touchdown by Watson. The play can break down, but with Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter. He finds a way to locate the open receiver more often than not. So I still think Mahomes reigns supreme on that AFC side, but it is absolutely chock-a-block. You've got Joe Burrow, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Lamar Jackson coming back, you've got the likes of Justin Herbert over there uh, in the Chargers, Trevor Lawrence who broke out last season with the Jacksonville Jaguars with Urban Meyer no longer in town in Jacksonville. Lawrence out of the gun, drops back to pass middle of the field, Christian Kirk toward the goal line, touchdown Jacksonville! Ten yards to Christian Kirk. Trevor Lawrence is perfect today. Eight for eight. Absolutely. You see the cross. And there's more names. You know, Russell Wilson exists. Aaron Rodgers has come from the NFC to the AFC side of things. So the AFC, I'm not sure I've ever seen as loaded a conference with quarterback talent. They go eight to ten deep, depending on how the form turns for some of these players. That is absolutely stacked. And it's why when you look at the schedule week in, week out, there seem to be so many bell ringer games over and over again because the AFC is seemingly getting these quarterback matchups week in, week out. You touch on Russell Wilson. He was never really the same after his cameo in Entourage. Can he rediscover the magic in Denver? Can he cook again? Can Russ cook? Because what he was serving up last year, despite the massive, we're talking north of $240 million contract that he had, it was not delectable to the palate of Broncos fans and anybody that may have been involved or tied to him in their fantasy lineups. Um, and I'm not calling you out there, Stacky. Third down and four. Wilson to the end zone, and it's intercepted by Gilmore. Oh. I do think if he's going to get back on track, he's got probably the best offensive mind in the game to help him do so. Sean Payton coming over, former Saints Super Bowl winning head coach, comes over to Denver in a big, big high-profile move. The Denver Broncos, who have the richest owner in the NFL, so there is no shortage of resources being pumped into that team. They've looked to beef up the protection in front of Russell Wilson and really just peel back and, and kind of get back to some stronger basics, stronger fundamentals, leave the schematics, leave the, the brain work in terms of designing the offense, leave that to Sean Payton, which he has been that for the last couple of decades in the NFL, one of the best offensive minds. Bring Russell Wilson back down a bit. He established himself as really separated from the rest of that roster. He had his own people looking after, you know, when it comes to the physio and body work. He had his own office, which got a lot of headlines as well. You know, rather than, you know, really ingratiating yourself as one of the guys, and quarterback is a different position, he'd really created some separation there. Sean Payton comes in, enough of that. How do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me that that's not going to take place here i mean i I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it but our staff will be here our players will be here and that'll be it he's a very straight shooter he's very matter of fact this is a bill parcells disciple for those that remember um parcells and his energy so i think he's in position to get back on track but this needs to be sean payton driving this ship uh with russell wilson listening learning and getting back to a few basics that seemingly got away from him taking care of fundamentals in what was just a horror season last year I'm not sure there's a more American quarterback name than Brock Purdy. He's at the San Francisco 49ers. Just all of these ingredients together, it feels like there's all the pieces. Can you see it coming together? He's one of the big questions going into the season. One of the huge question marks is can he carry over? We saw you know, basically less than half a season of action from him as the 49ers caught fire with a rookie quarterback who was Mr. Irrelevant. That is the last pick in the seventh round of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant 2022 with the... 262nd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Brock 
Purdy, a quarterback from Iowa State. Immediately when you talk about late round quarterback picks that were forgotten in the draft process and tie it to the Bay Area, people start throwing around one Tom Brady's name, but how much can they sustain or expand upon what we saw last season? Coach Kyle Shanahan, what he designs for his offense is very quarterback friendly, put them in position to succeed. He's got plenty of talent there, whether it's George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. We're going to see, is there any sophomore slump for Brock Birdie or is he more bona fide? The one thing you can point to, how someone gets so forgotten in the draft process and then emerges with production and winning ability in that rookie season. Got rid of this one as he was hit and found Kittle. What a throw from Brock Purdy, who had Jalen Phillips all over him from the start. Despite not being plan A or plan B for the 49ers in 2022, he's battle-hardened. He went through a lot of um, winning and a lot of losing during his time at college. Four years there. Now that the rest of the league's got a lot of tape on you and they've studied you from what you showed for half a season, uh, which ended in rough circumstances, him getting injured against the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. Can they sustain and can they expand about what they put on his plate going into this year? Australians, look, we can be guilty of needing to see other sports through our own prism, but indulge us for a moment, Laurie. Who or what are the Aussie angles for this NFL season? Well, it starts with Jordan Mailata at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the NFC heavyweights, the NFC favourites. You're starting left tackle there. Um, we'll see if he's the lone Aussie on that Eagles roster. We've got Aaron Sipos in a bit of a punter battle. He saw off one challenger, um, has been brought back onto the practice squad. He's the incumbent right now. They've brought in some other punters to work out and challenge him, see if they can uh, lift the bar there because it is a, it's a recovery process that Sipos has gone through, got injured late in the season, made it back for the Super Bowl, you know, still in, you know, getting back to full fitness over the off-season. And Matt Leo, who was also on the practice squad there as an international exemption, uh, he retired from football and has moved into a coaching role with the Eagles. So the Eagles have a strong presence there. The new face, we know about Mitch Wisniewski with the 49ers. We know about Michael Dixon uh, with the the Seattle Seahawks and Cam Johnston has been playing his trade down with the Texans. He's going to miss the first couple of weeks with a calf issue. But the new face that we should be talking about there is Lou Headley. Kind of leave my life behind. I had a pretty good job working in construction as a scaffolder. So leaving that all behind, you know, family, friends, um, the life I had there, um, you know, that once I did that, I think there was no looking back. The Saints punter won a punter battle himself in training camp. He's earned the starting spot there out of the University of Miami. This is a man who stole signing day four or five years ago. Wait till you get a load of what the punter for the University of Miami looks like. Clearly... <laughs> Straight removed from a motorcycle gang. What the hell is happening here? The tattooed punter that went viral, six foot three, six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds, cast quite an image going to the University of Miami. Uh, he's since completed multiple degrees at university. Um, he became an absolute pillar of the community in Miami, much beloved. Goes and wins a job in, in New Orleans, and now he's lined to start week one. The first time I spoke to him was at Revs in Melbourne, of all places, uh, where we did an interview. But a, a great character, someone that really, really became a fan favourite during his time at Miami um, and is the latest to enter out of that kind of pro-kick pipeline uh, into the Australian contingent in the NFL. Real quick, Tom Brady is off the field. Not quite commentary box yet. How will Tampa Bay Buccaneers find life post-Brady? Will everyone cease paying attention to Florida-based Pirates now? Yeah, I mean, the reporting on Florida-based Pirates has taken a dip just looking at the Google Analytics there. But beyond that, look, it's going to be a little rough for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They retain a lot of their defensive talent, but Baker Mayfield is quite the drop-off from Tom Brady, even if he himself had shown those signs of ageing and decline in 2022. So, yeah, I don't think we can expect a deep playoff run. They're in a very, very suspect division down there in the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I would expect teams like the Saints and teams like uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Watch out for the Falcons, um, a team I know you have 
had a, a brief fan dalliance with back in the day when you were deciding where your heart was going to lie, Stacky. Um, the Falcons themselves could find themselves a very, very swiftly rising tide um, coming out of the south there. Watch out for Bijan Robinson, star rookie running back, rocking number seven. There's going to be so much football to consume over the next five to six months. Laurie Horish, thank you for picking it all apart for us. A pleasure. Thanks, Stacky. Headlines. There are no more Australians in the singles at the US Open after Alex Dimonor lost to Daniel Medvedev. The Aussie grabbed the opening set off the back of some inspired tennis, but Russian fired back to life to win in four sets. It was not the only match featuring big names in arguably the best men's match of the tournament so far. Six-seeded Italian Yannick Sinner was eliminated by Germany's Alexander Zverev in five enthralling sets. There was big controversy during the fourth, and it actually came off court because Zverev had to stop play to tell the umpire a fan had recited a famous Hitler phrase. Spectator was eventually booted from Arthur Ashe Stadium. Zverev next plays defending champion Carlos Alcaraz. And cricket is moving closer to becoming an Olympic sport, with a finding expected this week on whether it might be included at the 2028 Los Angeles Games. Imagine Phoebe Litchfield or Travis Head at the Olympics. Scenes. Reports from the UK in The Times suggest organisers are happy to accommodate cricket in return for flag football being included. It's a kind of American Oz tag. That won't trigger anyone at all. One to watch. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. A reminder, if you love women's footy and you're not listening to the W podcast with Sam Lane and Shani Norder, you're going to need to change all that. Get across it wherever you get good podcasts because it's not good, it's great. I'd start with the ABC Listen app. Thanks to NBC Sports Productions Extra, the NFL, Fox Sports and ESPN for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.